Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The meditation bowl is chiming, and that means it is time for The Art of the CEO, the show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I am your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business, and whether you're a CEO of a film company that places businesses in their best possible light, like Patty, or a broker who adds that little extra personal advice in his fiscal diligence, like Mark, we're here to bring you the sage counsel of business masters to help your career and your business. Today's episode is entitled, The Vet Benefit, Compliance, Skills, and Money on the Table. Yes, today, on this Veterans Day, Tuesday, we are going to lay out before you the living, financial, qualitative, and leadership advantages of bringing military veterans into your organization. The, uh, these are the individuals who, whose benefits you literally cannot afford to miss. And by our good fortune and his very great generosity, we are here with vet expert and advocate Jack Fanus, head of the GI Go Fund and CEO of a new organization, which we are about to launch right here on this show. So stay tuned for this exciting business birth. Jack is one of those all-too-rare individuals who has turned his diverse talents and his personal caring into a tangible service-serving organization which, uh, frankly, is quite a role model for all our listeners. But before we begin carving you a pathway to our top talent in your business, let me take a few moments to supply you all out there with a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom. (laughs) First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you individuals hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of Yourself. That is the most important position you will ever hold in your career. Will this be the day that you look at life and say, hey, wait a minute, where's the play? And will you get out there and play at something you love? Or will you continue to lay your spirit on someone else's grindstone? The choice is truly yours. Secondly, it is time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Squips book. So let me look through the book here. Here we go. Okay, hold, hold on. This is number 13. You will see a sign on the door that says Creative Department, but don't let that deter you. Go right in. <laughs> As an afterthought, if your cre- creativity is reserved for some elite brain trust in your organization, count on it, son. The rest of your employees will get the message that they're chopped liver and they'll keep all their own genius under your heavily laid bushel. Uh, As a third utensil, perhaps we should call this day's utensil the M16 spoon, we'll give you the answer to this week's business quotation. Uh, Today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast another quotation, and we invite you to email us the name of the author, as you believe him or her to be. Simply write uh, that name to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're right, we'll announce your name on the air. Uh, the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, the first responsibility of a leader is to define reality. The last is to say thank you. And in between, the leader is a servant. It was none other than the man 
who brought us his own furniture company and many, many business guides, Mr. Max Dupre. So now, let us dig into today's feast and call upon the expertise of vet specialist and supplier of business talent, Mr. Jack Panous. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Bart. How about yourself? Oh, life is good. Life is good. Despite the weather, everything is fine. And allow me to wish you and every happy listener out there the uh, a, a joyous 239th birthday of the U.S. Marines, they were fo- who were founded on November 10th, 1775. Now, Jack, you have devoted yourself to the welfare of our veterans for the last eight years, and that was because something happened in 2006 that got you interested in our returning soldiers. Could you tell us about that? Sure. Actually, it was it was 2004. But my uh, oh, buddy of mine was. Uh, yeah, a buddy of mine was killed in Iraq, uh, Lieutenant Seth Devorn. Seth and I went to mm. elementary school together, high school together, college together. Oh, and after September the 11th, he enlisted in the Army, gave up an opportunity mm. to go to law school, uh, and was deployed right. overseas right. in Iraq. And uh, uh-huh. unfortunately, in uh, in February of 2004, he was killed while trying to dismantle an IED. And uh, oh. that yeah, that made that made the entire conflict and and soldiers and wars and what they're going through and what their families are going through a reality to me. And uh, sure, I decided sure. at that point, I was 24 years old, I decided at that point that I was going to dedicate the rest of my life uh, to serving our men and women in uniform, serving their families, and, and ultimately serving them uh, as veterans when they come home. Oh, what a noble thing to do, and, and alas, it is very much needed. Now, part of that, Jack, I know is that you've launched the, the GI Go Fund. Could you kind of give us just sort of the executive summary of the GoFund. I mean, whom are you trying to help? And in a nutshell, what are the, what are a couple of the main programs that the fund's involved in? Sure. So the, the GI GoFund is a nonprofit that I founded with a group of buddies of mine uh, who were also friends with Seth, including my brother. Uh, and mm. our main purpose and our main focus is to try to help veterans as they return home reacclimate to civilian life. Uh, now, yeah. There, are, yeah. there are three things that usually you have to do to help veterans reacclimate to civilian life. You have to help them access their health care uh-huh. and their benefits. Uh, you got to help them uh, access housing, make sure they're housed and and appropriately living in in good dwellings. And then most importantly, the number one thing that we need to focus on is helping them find jobs. So the other two things that I mentioned, the other two things that I mentioned are taken care of pretty easily with a job. So our number one Mm -hmm. focus Mm -hmm. is a job at all times. It's, It's helping veterans find jobs. Well, Jack, now I know that our country's sacrificing veterans we are, are people that we owe a great de- great debt to, and, I, and I'm glad that you're working so hard. But um, we have the Veterans Administration, and uh, so some, uh, let me play devil's advocate. Don't you think our veterans are pretty well cared for? Don't you think most of them are surviving well? What do you think, right? Well, look, that's exactly what I thought as well uh, when I was mm. uh, founding the organization that to be honest uh-huh. with you, when I first founded the nonprofit, my original yeah. intention was to take people out to baseball games. You know, I thought that's all veterans right. needed. Uh, you know, it was right. a day of rest and relaxation. I was under the impression the government took care of everything. Uh, so yeah, yeah, to yeah. Me, to me, uh, it was a big shock uh, to find out that, as a matter of fact, uh, there are a lot of things out there for veterans but aren't very well implemented, uh, and the ones oh. that are implemented are very antiquated. So. There's a big need for not just nonprofits, but for business to get involved uh, and really take a hands-on approach to serving our military and serving our veterans and helping them reacclimate to civilian life. 
Oh, boy. Well, now, I believe it was, and, and it was you who opened this up to me when we were talking. You said that at this point, uh, unemployment with veterans is 30% and and 25% are homeless. Is that right? So 30% of the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans suffer unemployment. And then 25% oh. of all homeless people are veterans. So it's a oh. uh, yeah, it's a real real tragedy out there in the community. Uh, the number mm. of veterans, the number of people who served this nation, wore our nation's uniform. Uh, as far as homelessness is concerned, those men and women fought to defend our streets. Now they're living on them, and it's just a real tragedy to see that. And often that is a product of unemployment. So you know sure, the veterans sure. that I deal with that are unemployed now. Uh, for, I mean, are, that are homeless now, for the most part, are Vietnam-era veterans who came home, didn't find a job, didn't have a civilian population that supported them, uh, and then ended up on the streets. And many of them have been living on the streets for 30, 40 years. Uh, oh, gosh, I'm to Vietnam was, oh, my heavens. Yeah. So what I'm trying to avoid oh. now moving forward is the idea that these Iraq and Afghanistan veterans who are 30% unemployed, uh, if we move farther along two, three years in, in the same direction, uh, those veterans are going to become homeless, and they're going to become forgotten. And we're going to be talking about oh, this in 40 years from now, how Iraq and Afghanistan veterans came home to a civilian population that didn't support them, uh, the inability to find a job, and now they've been homeless for 40 years. I'm trying to avoid that. Oh, heavens. Well, now, today, on this Veterans Day, 2014, the 100th anniversary of the First World War, you are expanding the GI Go Fund and really attacking the, the, the joblessness plight, which, as you say, is the key, the core to it all, really. And so, as I understand it, you're launching something called Your Job Path, right? Uh, is that? Could you tell us about that? It's brand new, as of today, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're launching today. The company the company's called Job Path. Uh, our domain uh-huh. name, our, our, our website is yourjobpath.com. Uh, and it's an, it's, an, uh, it's an attempt to try to really limit the number of unemployment uh, that exists in the veteran community. Uh, I've been holding job fairs for the better part of 10 years, uh, trying to get veterans employed. Every job fair I hold four or five times a year. I have over 100 employers. I have four or 500 veterans that come through the door. But unfortunately, oh. may, maybe two or three find a job at the end of the job fair. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of research in the back end to figure out mm-hmm. what's wrong. What, what are we missing? Yeah. What's, not, what's not available there? To have 400 people in the room, 100 people who are looking for work, uh, and 100 people who are looking for, uh, for employees, why can't we make the connection? And the civilian HR reps that always tell me, listen, we really want to hire these veterans. They seem like wonderful people, but we have a hard mm-hmm. time qualifying their skills, quantifying what they can do for us in the workforce. And oh. for us, it's a, it's a matter of let's tackle this head on, let's create a program, which we just did, Job Path, in which companies not only post jobs for veterans, right. but the veterans have the ability to go through our website, go through 170 courses that we have that can quantify oh their skills. God. So we have 170 that, that Jack, courses. Jack, yeah. That's training, right? This is... And and um, the whole point is is most of these companies they already offer training, don't they, to a very large extent? I mean, they uh, they they say they train college people and and they they train. Um, why 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 the vets especially? Why can't they? I mean, do vets need special training or or is it just time training? What what's the problem here? So the truth is that veterans 
they come back with tons of skills, but those skills are right. are listed in military language. The people who do the hiring uh, in this country didn't go to the military. They're never been in the military, so they do not know what that military language means. Now uh, that disconnect, that disconnect is what exists. So now we're giving the vet, the employers the opportunity to qualify what the veterans do by either uploading their own training so they they can certify that the veteran can do the job, or have the veteran go through 170 built-in courses that we have on our website that certify them in Microsoft Word, bookkeeping, office management, management skills, whatever you want, so that now we can turn their military skills that are listed in military language and literally translate them into civilian skills. Oh, my God. Well, now, now Jack, these courses, every single company, I know, every everyone who, who uh, who's listening to this show who has a company or is in HR, they're going to say, we, I don't care where you've been, we have our own company, we do it our own way in our own training, which is, of course, true. You, you've got to, it's one thing to be able to know C++ computer skills, but you have to do it so it fits with our company. Okay. Sure. Is, are, you get, are these 170 courses, are they gotten from, from other employers? How, how do you get them? So many of these courses now are from certified training locations. They're from uh, ah. county colleges, uh, different mm-hmm. places which these employers are already tapping into. So these courses, uh, for the Microsoft, for instance, those are certified Microsoft Office courses. Uh, we're just putting them into online portals in which veterans can train not only veterans but active duty soldiers as well. I mean, we have veterans, we have oh. soldiers who are stationed in, in Germany and Afghanistan and Iraq who are going through these courses right now, getting themselves prepared for when they're, when they're, when they're returning home uh, and looking for that job, looking for that future opportunity uh, while they're still wearing our nation's uniform. Uh, now, that's something I, I think is just incredible because I can tell you right now from my experience in the nonprofit, there's yeah. so much time is wasted. Uh, when the veteran comes home, they have about three or four months before they're resituated and even beginning to start thinking about finding a job. Uh, those right. four months, imagine not paying your rent for four months immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Eviction, the eviction notices start coming. Uh, you're looking for assistance for food because you haven't had a job for four months. And now going to put together a resume and working on finding That could take another year, year and a half. What ends up happening, you lose everything. You lose your family. You lose your home. So being able to get them started while they're still in the military, before they exit the military, uh, is a huge, I mean, it seems like it's a cool thing. We're saving two weeks, uh, but we're actually saving about a year's worth of time uh, and really getting the opportunity for these veterans to find work. Oh, Jack! I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you would notice that. That and this is—I'm going to call this a quill pen moment. I want you to take out your writing implement right now, and mark down this fact that if you need training, whether it's a company, whether you're getting a vet, you don't bring them in and say, okay, today we're going to start training you. You be preemptive. Get out there. You get the training ahead of time. And if you're looking for top talent, make sure that they have it the way your company requires it. Be preemptive on that. I think it's very important. And Jack, I think I'm really glad you brought that point up. So, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, we will get back to Jack, but uh, right now we've come to the midpoint of our fe- feast. And so I would ask us all that we take a brief sorbet because it is time to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of Bart's book's Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit uh 
bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S, B-O-O-K-S dot com and explore a wide wealth of practical wisdom from many business masters. Prometheus Publishing would like to invite those who are enjoying today's show to take a look at a couple of our books. First, appropriately, is called um, Hire on a Whim by well-known human resourcer Garrett Miller. Here's a book that really banishes all the hirer's remorse and helps you find the kind of talent that you really need, very much like our military veterans, who will make your company both proud and profitable. Secondly, many people have been asking about our business quips and the book from which we get that, all these humorous little scriptural recitations on each show. And that book is called 101 Best Business Quips. And it is the book uh, for those who believe that the greatest wisdom comes wrapped in a little laughter. And you can find both these books and many others at bartsbooks.com. So come and browse through the bookstore if you'd like. And so now... Ladies and gentlemen, and all those who are uh, on a military base, either as soldiers or those who are there to honor them today, we are back with Jack Venus, founder of the GI Go Fund and founder of Your New Job Path. Jack, could could you give us the the connection on that, uh, the the link on that, so people can get together and um, I mean, and they can see how how your job path works. What is what's the link on that? Sure, it's yourjobpath.com. Okay, and make sure you put make make sure you include the your because there's a couple of other places that have nothing to do with vets that offer uh, called job path. So I, I just toss that out to you. Yeah, now, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. Uh, now, I from a from a business point of view here, let's let's get the benefits from me, me and my business. You're preaching that business owners uh, have offer uh, the business owners can get three major benefits from hiring vets. You call it, I've heard you call it the three wins. Um, and so let's talk one of them. The owners get when they hire U.S. military veteran, um, what, the least obvious is probably compliance issues. Could you tell us a little bit about some, some of the compliance advantages for, from vet, for vet hiring? Sure, absolutely. So uh, just a quick background. I mean, one of the main reasons I'm doing this and doing it this way is because over the last 10 years, like I said, I've been working with employers trying to get them to hire veterans. And I've tried the route of do it because it's the right thing to do, do it for patriotism, and at the end of the day, business doesn't work that way. Business needs to make sense for the bottom line. I get that, and I have no problem with that. So I needed to identify a way to make veterans make better business sense and make better sense for the bottom line. So when you're a company, Mm -hmm. if you're a federal federal contractor, for instance, you have requirements for the cost of labor in the quota and in, in the number of veterans you are either outreach doing outreach to or hiring. So what we've done mm-hmm. this is with the Office of Federal Contract Compliance. What we've done is we've developed this program in, in accordance with the Office of Federal Contract Compliance along with the regulations. So when you participate with Job Path, list your jobs on Job Path, uh, and go through the training process in, in the sense that you're selecting trainings for veterans to go through, you're an automatic yeah. compliance. So for so many of these companies oh. that are out there that are going to job fairs one after the other, trying to just become compliant. Uh, they're traveling right. the country just so they can get themselves in compliance. Now all they have to do is, from the convenience of their desk, from their office, list jobs on job path, select the few training courses that we have built in, you're an automatic compliant. So we take care of any compliance issues you may have. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is 
I, I think it's great. It, it, it's really putting me as an HR person or, or a CEO where I need to be. I can reach out and do it right. And there's also some, some governmental advantages. You were, you were talking about money on the table when I hire a vet, right? Well, that's, that's, the, real, uh, that's the real sweet spot right there. And, uh, so so many of the companies that are in compliance, a lot of them uh, say, you know, that's, that's a great one. But this is mm-hmm. the one that really gets everybody. When you hire a veteran... <laughs> When you hire a veteran, there's up to $50,000 available to the federal government. Money that's not there, that's there every single year. They take it out of our tax dollars every single year. They use it to incentivize companies to hire veterans. And these dollars go completely unused every single year because companies have nobody on staff that even knows about these benefits. And the few companies out there that do have somebody on staff that knows about it, they don't know how to go get it. So I've been doing this for the last 10 years. What we do is uh-huh. we identify exactly what dollars veterans have bringing to the table, and then we go get it. So one veteran might be worth $52,000. Another veteran might be worth $34,000. Another veteran might be worth $40,000. Whatever that is, we identify what they're worth, and we go get that money from the federal government. So take, a, take a, an idea of a company like Walmart, for instance. Right. Walmart uh-huh. committed to hiring 100,000 veterans over the next five years. Let's just say, Whoa. for instance that they're, uh-huh. the average veteran they hire is worth, uh-huh. let's say, $25,000. Okay. If that's uh-huh. $25,000 and 100,000 veterans, we're talking about $25 billion. I mean, you can check my mouth for that. But that that's, <laughs> a lot, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. Jack, of I gotta tell dollars. you, wait a minute here, wait a minute here. This is what you tell. If if I'm an HR guy and I'm letting this money just 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 go through my fingers, my CEO is going to come down on me with a sledgehammer. I shouldn't let this pass by, right? This is crazy. Well, I I gotta get part I, I of it. I want part of it. Yeah, I had a conversation with a few CEOs in the last week, and I'm telling them about <laughs> yeah. these benefits. And they got on the phone with their HR guy while I was in the room. I said, do you know about this, and why, why aren't we getting it? So I actually saw that in action over the last seven days. Uh, people got in a little bit of trouble for not knowing about it and not getting it. Oh, that's great. Well, you know what they say. My wife's husband always says, the rich get richer, but the informed buy them out. So <laughs> that, I, that that's great. And Now, let's talk about another advantage, and this is one of my favorites, about leadership potential. Um, now, I've heard you say that... that uh, the, one of the things that's true in the military is that you're trained to be trainable because you have to cover so many jobs. I mean, expand upon that a little bit, would you? Yeah, so that, that's what I always tell employers. I mean, that's my line that I've been saying for years now, is that these mm-hmm. veterans, whether or not you think they can do the job because they have experience or not, the beauty of a veteran is they are trained to be trainable, exactly like you said it. They, the, the military has needs people to be able to do anything at the drop of a dime and do it under pressure. Uh, and they spend right, a significant right. amount of time and a significant amount of resources training them to be trainable, training them to be able to handle anything at any given moment under incredible pressure. So when oh they do gosh. get to a country like Iraq or they do get to a country like Afghanistan and something is needed, they can't wait to find a specialist to do it. Everybody needs to be able to do it at any given moment. So when you when you hire a person, right. you're bringing somebody to the table that just I mean, it just makes your workforce in a much, much better place. I tell you, at the nonprofit, I have hmm. veterans working for me for job path. They're the best uh-huh. ones at the job. I mean, they make me look bad. I'm the boss, but they make me look bad every <laughs> single day. They're there before me. They leave after me. And sometimes they get on my oh, case for not doing a big enough job. I mean, they're incredible. 
Well, you know, you're you're so right. I think that uh, there we have a creeping disease in this country called professionalism, and for too many people, professionalism means that there's a negative list of things I won't do. I'm a professional plumber, therefore I won't touch sheetrock or electricity or or cleaning right. up the place. That's exactly the sort of thing, and it ju- it just kills me to see that. And here you have this whole core of people who say, "What does the company need? I'll do it." Just show me how. Boom. Exactly. It's, 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 it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now, Jack, let's suppose that I am, uh, let's say I'm a veteran. I'm unemployed. And uh, I, I'm looking for some steps that I need to take. I just, I've just gotten out of the service, say, and I've, I've just and been mustered out, and, I'm, and now – I, I have to find a job. Obviously, one of the things I should do is go to your job path. But what are some of the other ways, things that, that, that vets are not doing? Give, give us a little advice here, if you could. So, number one, I, I always tell veterans, you got to hit the ground running. Don't waste any time. Don't waste <laughs> a day. Don't waste a week. If there's a job fair coming up in your, in your area next week, don't skip it and say, I'll go to the next one, because the next one might not be for another three months. Uh, and right, the, first job right. you, the first job fair you go to, you're more than likely not going to find a job. So go to the first right. job fair as quick as possible. Find out what's wrong with you. Find out what's wrong with your resume. Find out what you're not bringing to the table. Find out that you didn't wear the right suit. Find out what you did wrong and fix it hmm. so that by the time the next job fair comes around, you're ready to get hired. Uh, be proactive and really work on your resume. Work on your skills. Eat up classes that, that can add trainings and add skills to your resume and make yourself the most desirable candidate that a company's ever seen. And there are a lot of veterans out there that are doing a fantastic job of that. I mean, the 30% unemployment rate, uh, keep in mind, that means 70% are well-employed. And the 70% that are working are climbing the corporate ladder. They're doing incredible things. There are guys over at John St. John that have been hired over less than a year and are climbing the corporate ladder. And once you get into the workforce, as a veteran, you climb that work that ladder because you're better than everybody else. It's just the bottom line. You need to get your purpose. Well, you know, it's it's funny you should mention, J&J. I had a friend of mine who was uh, an Airborne Ranger, and he came out and he joined their executive training program. And what he said after he went through it was, you know, they all everyone says they want manager uh, they want leaders but they really want managers and they train you to be a manager and the only place i ever learned to be a leader was in the service uh i bet the, i bet you do you agree with that or not absolutely i mean look the when 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 you talk about leadership right one of the things about leadership is people are willing to take accountability they're willing to take blame right. they're willing to take responsibility and they want all the heat uh, a lot of times managers uh, want to pass off the heat. They want to pass off some of that stuff. So right. uh, I, think in, I think in the corporate structure, leadership's better than management uh, because inherently when you're a leader, you're a manager. If you're just a manager and lacking leadership, I think you're lacking something. So uh, I, I believe that veterans are, the, are the, right, the right candidates for so many of our jobs out there. Just like after World War II, they were the engine that rebuilt this country coming out of the Great Depression. Uh, oh, they've seen. built so many of the great enterprises we have in this country today. Uh, I believe that they, they will be the engine moving forward in the 21st century of this country, and they will build the future enterprises. Oh, J- 
Jack, I, you, I couldn't have said it better, and I think that's a great note to end on. We're going to have to have you back because there's a lot more we want to find out about. We want to find out about the CEO conference that, uh, that you're developing. We want to hear all about that. But as for now, I'm afraid we're coming to the end of our show. I'd like to thank you very much. And as we round out the show, let me leave you with today's business quotation. And it is, who is the person who said, why join the Navy if you can be a pirate? (laughs) Uh, And as a hint, the author of that little remark was the man who proved himself to be the true blackbeard of the computer industry. So if you know that, if you know who you think said that, spoke that quote, just mail the author's name to info at bartsbooks.com and don't forget to sign your name. And finally, as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, I pass on the thought to you that my, uh, as a person who said, my CEO is the sort of individual who has asked only one thing out of his business, his own way. <laughs> so, Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you for tuning in. And Jack, I want to thank you very much for bringing your expertise and your information about hiring vets today. Thanks, Barry. So thank you. Great show. All right. I thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen.